Welcome back to the Vinigate Stocks podcast. This is Vishwanath, your host. You will now be listening to the audio of the Facebook StreamYard live session with uh, Mr. Satish Vinkatanarayana, a long distance cyclist and a terrain biker. Good morning, uh, viewers. This is Vishwanath from Winning Edge Talk Show. And on a Sunday morning, hope you're all doing good, taking good care of yourselves. And I know most of you are locked down inside your homes, uh, especially in Karnataka, in Bangalore, uh, where we are sitting, is a total lockdown on Sundays. Yes, this is the time to do these uh, talk shows and uh, 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 share about uh, uh, the achievers and what, what they have achieved and what struggles they face. And uh, Today, for this show, I have with me a long-distance cyclist and ad- adventurous uh, cyclic, you should uh, call him. In talking about uh, achievers, uh, we see achievers all around us. Uh, we keep reading about achievers from the media and uh, we keep hearing about achievers Today we have one such achiever uh, who is a cyclist. Uh, talking about uh, certain uh, domains, you know, recently I did a talk show with uh, Shubham Vanmali. He is a long distance swimmer. Uh, he has swum about uh, distances of, uh, I don't know particularly about the distances, but he has swum about 14 hours in the water. English, English Channel and uh, Gibraltar, Spain, uh, USA, all those Manhattan coast and all these things. It was a great thing. And uh, the, the guest of this show is uh, as a cyclist. And uh, why we have not heard about these people very often is because they chose to uh, take up these uh, uh, kind of uh, uh, profession or activities, what we can call. See, if, if uh, Shubham had uh, taken out, would have preferred competitive swimming, he would have been a big name, a household name. Likewise, if Satish would have taken to competitive cycling, uh, maybe everybody would have uh, noticed him. Uh, but they opted for the other. So that's why we, we don't hear much about these people, but their achievement is no less. And uh, they deserve all the applause and all the uh, adulation. And uh, it deserves all our, uh, um, you know, uh, we need to speak about uh, such people and this is a great opportunity. And uh, to talk about Mr. Satish uh, Venkat Narayana, he's from Bangalore and he's an employee of IBM. Okay. Uh, and... Uh, one uh, one big achievement that uh, reminds me is that he has uh, cycled uh, all the way to the top of uh, Ladakh Mountains, uh, which is at a height of 18,000 uh, feet from uh, sea level. And uh, from there, he has gone to places where um, no cyclist has gone, where there are no roads and they're all terrains and uh, uh, mud roads, if you have to call uh, call them. And um, and temperatures were sub-zero. Imagine uh, being there at in the, when the temperature is as low as minus 15 or minus 12, minus 6. And he has braved all that with a great deal of tenacity, courage and uh, thing. And um, there, was an, uh, there was an occasion when uh, uh, some group of uh, cyclists, including Mr. Satish, uh, took up this expedition and they wanted to reach a certain point where never, no one has explored. Uh, and... Uh, uh, we are proud that uh, um, Satish is one of the two people who completed that race. It's such a wonderful honor to have uh, Satish with us. So let me welcome Mr. Satish Venkatnarayan to the show. 
welcome to the show mr satish nice having you thanks mr vishwanath nice uh, talking to you <coughs> so always how are you doing on this sunday oh yes you know uh, it's a passion for me to talk to achievers like you um, all my sundays are occupied for for talk shows uh, either i do it in the morning at 11 o'clock or at 5 o'clock in the evening and it's always a pleasure to know from you people uh, how you take up challenges and how you overcome all those things and um, and it's interesting to know about your journeys all uh, achievers have a very interesting story behind them and how they took to their activity what are the difficulties they faced and uh, what are the mental challenges they faced i being a, a sports psychologist and a mind trainer and a counselor i am more interested to know about the mental challenges you people face let me hear, let us hear from you uh, how did your journey into cycling begin yeah you can take over okay thank you so uh, from my childhood like i have been uh, more an outdoor person and uh, i used to play football cricket and badminton like any other kids okay, during the teens and uh, pre teens and uh, i started uh, trekking when i uh, actually like completed uh, my degree and uh, uh, some of us like when i joined my first job okay, we all uh, got together and we started trekking this uh, karnataka like kumara parvata and mulla uh, engiri okay and uh, some parts in kerala and tamil nadu and uh, many such things in the western ghats okay so we we used to like backpack and uh, i still remember like we used to take uh, rucksacks on rent okay and uh, go because we didn't have uh, enough uh, money to buy the rucksacks okay so slowly like that like we started trekking the area and then uh, in uh, 2005 like uh, when we were like almost 30 years Okay, so we thought like we should start something different so we planned uh, uh, this was started uh, between three of us like my friend guru prasad and mahesh patil okay, so we were uh, just uh, sitting and having a leisurely weekend okay, when we thought why not uh, start uh, cycling okay, something which we have not done okay, so we were uh, sitting in a pub and uh, we decided okay let's do the uh, best thing what the highest uh, and the most toughest thing what we have heard of which we can afford to do then we saw that uh, okay uh, cycling from uh, uh, manali to le and then to kardungla okay which was the highest point at the time uh, highest motorable road okay we thought let us try that first okay Okay. So, uh, may I may I interrupt you, Mr. Satish? Yeah, uh, you sure. were telling me that uh, uh, before taking that uh, tedious uh, journey up to the Manali top and Ladakh thing, uh, how did you you practice to cycling? How did you take to cycling first of all? And you were also talking about starting a uh, uh, cycling uh, um, company or group of that sort. Yeah. And uh, maybe you can also tell us about that. yeah definitely so when we decided we will do this okay uh, we we are very enthusiastic and uh, we thought like uh, we didn't know much about practice okay so we took a raja market in uh, 
uh, in my in our uh, opposite town hall we went and bought like three cycles okay, that that had uh, six gears okay, that was the best we knew about cycling then so we were uh, uh, we started doing cycling and uh, the first time like even 3 kilometers cycling was difficult because we are not been cycling for years okay, and then we uh, started slowly increasing the distances and uh, within uh, one month like we we went to uh, kgf like uh, uh, kolar okay so i was just engaged then and uh, i went there to meet my fiance on a cycle okay, and with my friends so we did that and uh, next day we came back uh, that is how we started practicing then uh, one of my friends like who is a trekker like she lives near my house uh, suma so she told like uh, see if you are going and cycling in those uh, hilly ranges you should at least do nandi nandi hills once okay. that is then uh, it was only one week we had before we go to manali uh, uh, so we thought okay we go uh, to nandi to uh, cycle believe it or not like when we cycled all the way from our house and then we started climbing nandi okay then we realized like what uphill cycling actually was how different it was from cycling on a flat terrain okay we took like three or four breaks and uh, reached nandi okay so that there is when well, that was very good that we did that and uh, from then on like uh, we we like uh, once we went to manali also the first two days we got uh, time to acclimatize and uh, we started uh, uh, climbing in nearby hill okay, which gave us uh, some good practice once we did this uh, trip from uh, manali to leh and then kardungla we uh, climbed kardungla and came back and then next year we did uh, spiti valley which is again uh, uh, in himachal pradesh and uh, uh, bordering uh, jammu kashmir okay then uh, we we thought like why not like uh, give this experience to more people okay? and why not spread the cycling community within uh, bangalore so we started something called uh, tandem trials okay group of us uh, 8 to 10 of us we thought like okay like every weekend let us take some people uh, on a journey to cycling okay so we started with uh, chikmagalore okay we uh, uh like first in the first uh, uh trip itself we got around uh, 30 35 people who registered okay and uh, we booked like two tempo travelers okay and uh, we built our own rack which could carry cycles on top of tempo traveler we went and we did like we did lot of rekis okay before this so that uh, we know like which route to take can be called ourselves random trials the road less taken okay so our uh, thing was like not go in any highways okay and we we prefer to go in unexplored roads okay and uh, which is very less uh, in traffic so we chopped out uh, some routes like that one in kerala and uh, a few in karnataka okay and kur and all those things and then we started doing this and then we thought like to see we are doing all these routes okay every weekend why not combine this okay and make a long route okay in the western ghats 
okay, which people can enjoy for let us say like a two week trial. Okay, so our uh, friend like uh, who who led this entire uh, uh, group, his name is Mahesh Patil. Okay, so we all uh, he like he came up with a route. Okay, which starts from uh, Kurg. Madikeri, okay, and then goes to Sakleshpur and then Chikmagalur, okay, and then it goes to uh, Kemangundi and then Muttodi, Balayunur, okay, like that, and it reaches Shingeri, and from Shingeri we go to Hagumbe, okay, and then uh, Mangalore, we touch the shore and then come back uh, to Kollur. Uh, to Okay, and from there to Shumaga, and we ended in Jok Falls. Okay, that was the route. It was around uh, 900 kilometers, 900-950 kilometers. Okay, and we did the recce there. Okay, and then we came up with the event called Great Malnad Challenge. Okay, so that is uh, uh, it's popularly known as GMC, Great Malnad Challenge, and uh, that was uh, uh, a nine-day. Uh, challenge like route it, it was not a uh, race as such we didn't get into any competitive uh, racing or anything our main idea was to uh, have a adventurous trip okay and uh, enjoy with our friends okay and have a good time seeing different uh, places okay so we opened that route as a yearly uh, yearly uh, yearly route like yearly challenge where we take this uh, 30 to 40 people, okay, and that increased in the second year like to 50 people. Okay, so we booked all the uh, resorts and homestays uh, well in advance, and we connected this also with a uh, literacy program. Okay, so in Malna, like uh, uh, there is. Uh, uh, Lot, there are a lot of uh, beliefs and superstitions. Okay. So we tied up with uh, Mr. Swami from uh, Karnataka Vignana Parishad. Okay. So he gives talks and demonstrations on uh, blind faith okay, and uh, uh, what are the superstitions they follow. Okay. It's called uh, a rational thinking uh, course. Okay. So we went to all the rural uh, schools okay in the in our uh, cycling road and mr swami and his team okay they exhibited okay what what uh, superstitions actually people believe in and what is the science behind that for example like uh, doing an arti with flame on your tongue or standing on uh, needles okay and many things okay and also we conducted a quiz in all these schools okay and distributed prizes to them okay that was the uh, activity which we connected with our cycling tour also so that the local uh, people are also benefited by our uh, uh, our excursion okay so that is how this uh, gmc uh, great Malnad challenge started and over the years we felt like we were that needs a lot of preparation and we didn't have time Okay, so now uh, a group called iCycle is running that. So they have been successfully doing it uh, for the last uh, program that you have initiated. Congratulations yeah. to you. Uh, it has grown big and uh, encouraging many cycling enthusiasts and uh, and all those adventure-loving uh, uh, youngsters. Uh, uh, yes. 
Now, when you think about Ladakh and at the altitude of 18,000 uh, feet high, now uh, we always, uh, what comes to our mind is the, are the challenges. And um, I want you to talk about the entire journey in brief, in brief. Uh, what are the challenges you faced in terms of the terrain, your endurance, and how the body feels, uh, how you were able to beat the weather, and uh, I don't know, because you were out there, you know where best. What are the challenges you faced? How did you overcome them? And as a sports psychologist, I would like to ask you, how, what were the mental challenges also? And how, how you were able to overcome them? Please, go ahead. Yes. Yeah. Uh, not, uh, I would say like everything uh, is dependent on practice. Okay. And knowing the conditions uh, beforehand. And uh, when I say uh, practice, for any trip like this, uh, for, uh, where we go for 15 days, we start the practice like six months before. Because we have our day job and uh, we start cycling in our respective areas where we live in. Okay, like three, three to four days uh, a week. Okay, we start cycling like 20, 25 kilometers per day. Okay, and we choose our hills and places like that. And then uh, when it is like uh, three months uh, to the start date, okay, we go on, uh, start cycling like the hill area, hill areas like Nandi, and we also go to Uti, okay, where we have this hills uh, uh, and that uh, bends. Okay, we do that. Okay, we, we slowly start increasing the uh, distances. Like we do Nandi two times and then three times and then four times continuously. Okay, and then we go uh, to Uti, like do that once, do that twice. Okay, so that is how we get acclimatized to the uh, uphills. Okay, and meanwhile, uh, we also do cross training, like running. Okay, and also core uh, body exercises. Okay, so that is, that is also very important uh, for cycling. And uh, coming to the conditions in uh, Ladakh, okay, so we usually like uh, spend at least one or sometimes uh, two days we, after we land in the first uh, acclimatize to the altitude and. Uh, we also take our cycles most of the times from here. Okay, so we dismantle the cycles, package it in a box, and we carry in the flight. And once we land there, we take out them, assemble them, and uh, we start uh, practicing in and around those areas. And one after two days, we will do that. So then we will start uh, cycling. <coughs> And, uh, so, coming to the harsh conditions, so, yeah, like the first time, like it was, uh, uh, it was very harsh, okay, and uh, uh, for, for the first time when we went there, it was all new to us, like cycling from Manali to Lake, okay, uh, we, we were, uh, we have a backup usually, okay, which is a, something like a Tata Sumo or uh, a van which comes behind, Okay, with our uh, luggage and in some uh, uh, tools like we don't use that we go like uh, self-supported 
okay with our own uh, we carry everything on the cycles and we go so yeah mental toughness is the first thing okay mental toughness and practice so as uh, you say in bhagavad gita krishna says abhyasane na kunteya like that practice 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 we always uh, insist on that okay and gradually increase the uh, speed of uh, cycling and uh, the distances uh, so one thing uh, vishwanath like which uh, we as our group especially which is led uh, as i told by mahesh patel okay, we are uh, close friends from uh, from more than 20 years okay and uh, every evening like after cycling we have a very good time okay we uh, pitch tents and uh, uh, <coughs> we like uh, Uh, go on like singing and dancing and <coughs> talking joking against each other okay so that that's the uh, real fun part what we have okay and this will of, of course be coupled with some drinks okay and uh, <coughs> that that is how i like we cherish every day every day success so there are times when you when you when you came across the unexpected maybe the loss of oxygen and uh, too much of fatigue and tiredness and loss of energy and uh, yeah. something that you had never faced before during your uh, hilly trek hilly cycling and other things uh, were there such occasions yeah most of the times uh, we are faced something like this with with something like this for example i can tell you the uh, the one where we went uh, this marsimikula okay, that is Hundred feet more than Kamala. Uh, uh, so there, like when we were on the way, there were flash floods. Okay. So we had to cross one particular town. Okay, where there were uh, flash floods, and uh, we couldn't cross, and we were stuck behind that. And uh, this is an incident, like I would want to share with you, like uh, one of the. captains the gref captains mm. so he went his with his squad to mm. actually uh, clean that uh, uh, flats and uh, mm. make way for the natives to come from that side to this mm. while doing that like he put a ladder across the fast stream which was flowing mm. right he was trying to get people from the other side mm. he slipped and he just fell in and he was washed away literally in front of our eyes mm-hmm. okay. so those types of incidents like uh, oh, he was uh, uh, gone forever was he recovered and uh, for two days uh, there was search operation uh, but uh, he couldn't be his body couldn't be found okay okay so let it be that uh, he was deceased mm-hmm. so, it was it for our armed forces and border road organizations okay who risk their life like this Uh, make roads okay, for the in these regions, okay, and also they take care of the natives there. So it, it's a great uh, thing what to do. So like this, like flat flats, and when we went to Sikkim once, like suddenly there was again uh, a lot of rain, cloud bursts, and uh, a flooding, and we some of the bridges were collapsed, and we had to take detour. Okay, and uh, go in the, some other direction. Okay, and 
any of the times like we would have gone with a uh, root map okay, which is which we found on google but actually those will be restricted areas okay we are involved in so we will have to talk to the armed forces and sometimes uh, like we take the day a camping we could uh, get the permission from the brigadier or the commander of that uh, area okay and they are all very helpful people and they appreciate adventure so some of like uh, they even came along uh, their jeep uh, uh, for some kilometers routes Oh, that's very encouraging. Having gone that far, if you are turned down or if you are stopped for interrogation or other things, it becomes very discouraging and frustrating, and uh, exactly. you will be very disappointed. Yeah, yeah, this is really interesting. Please go ahead. Go ahead. So we remember one particular uh, uh, trip in uh, Sikkim or Arunachal. I don't remember. It's uh, uh, one of the passes where we had to go. and uh, the natula pass you're talking about not natula pass it was i think bumla or uh, some pass like that mm-hmm. the exact name so that was bordering china and uh, the chinese if we uh, we were uh, we had planned to stay in one particular point in a, in uh, that uh, in the night okay mm-hmm. so if we stay in the night we'll have to pitch tents okay mm-hmm. so Which tents the Chinese on the other side know that okay there are some extra tents which have come up and that will be a so the army forces like our army didn't told no way to be there in the we put our cycles there we came back to a previous night's point we stayed there and in the morning we cycle we uh, walk back to that point where we had the cycles and put the cycles and reach that pass and came back okay, oh, so we didn't we didn't want I hope to the chinese uh, soldiers didn't spot you over there yeah if we were if we had pitched tents they would have definitely spotted that's why our army told okay no way you will pitch tents here you go back to your last point and next day you come from the last point to this uh, point pick up your cycle go reach the top and come back Mm-hmm. And that's exactly so even they understand okay. our uh, army encourage mm-hmm. all these things. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, uh, most of these places, like the roads, they do it every year. Okay. The yeah. roads are some the border roads organization, the BRO. Correct. And uh, landslides uh, will be there. Okay, most of the times, and uh, we have to wait sometimes for the landslides to get cleared by the BRO. Okay, and uh, or they will suggest as alternate routes to go. Uh, so yeah, these are the challenges. This almost in every trip we find something like this. Wow! After discussing of, uh, about all these things in Ladakh, Leh, and all these things, don't you think the uh, what uh, the Indian Army has done recently to defend our territories on the Ladakh border is very significant? It's very commendable job what they are doing. Okay, I can't imagine the staying and being active in those places for a long time. Okay, we yeah. even though we have cycled there, we'll always think of okay moving down as soon as possible. Yes, yes. For them to stay there and fight there, 
okay and to be active it's it's uh, it's uh, uh, exhilarating it's 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 too much a superhuman effort yeah yeah and uh, what what was the kind of uh, cooperation you received from the locals you already mentioned about the armed forces were stationed there uh, i think uh, what was the kind of support you got from the locals do they encourage uh, uh, adversary adversaries like you and uh, how cooperative they were and uh, where they were in there is uh, there were occasions where uh, um, they tried to make use of the situation because you were strangers there and mislead you there were there things like that no 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 place in india uh, we find such a thing okay they are all very cooperative okay and they they really appreciate uh, all that venture uh, activities okay uh, see in some places uh, uh, where it's close to the town they all understand this they, they all understand cycling this is an adventure activity and people from other places come here and do it but in many places in far remote places they just wonder why this guy is cycling okay he could have come in a car okay they are not able to relate to that but in no places uh, we came up with any uh, in under any circumstance where uh, people try to take advantage or anything i, I don't think any places in india uh, we find yeah, anything like this is very encouraging to the uh, groups or adventurers who want to go next uh, so that uh, they'll be encouraged to take up such adventures and, yeah exactly uh, and in many places like we even stayed with them in their houses since we didn't find uh, uh like a place to stay in some places there were no hotels or anything okay so we could see only some patched houses we went and requested them like uh, can you give us some space for today so they were more than uh, obliging and uh, they give even give us food they are all very very accommodative and very cool. and um, uh, what i have heard is that uh, uh, to take up such uh, adventures uh, tours which involves a lot of challenges where your endurance will be tested your muscular strength will be tested your whole body and mind will be uh, will be tested and people normally say that you will keep losing energy you will run out of carbohydrates and uh, it's very important to consume uh, non vegetarian food to withstand those low temperatures and for the muscles to have that proteins uh, to be able to climb So when I first spoke to you, you mentioned that you are a vegetarian, and uh, you are one of the two people who come. You reach the place where others couldn't. And being a vegetarian, you maintained that you never consumed non-vegetarian food. Uh, you took, uh, uh, you consumed um, all other vegetarian stuff, which gave you enough proteins. Can you talk more about that? Because people always have that notion that uh, to be able to. We survive in cold conditions. You need to have a lot of non-vegetarian stuff that gives you a lot of heat and energy. And there is a lot of misconceptions surrounding this. Uh, can you make this clear? How it was a great achievement for you to accomplish these feats of uh, having a vegetarian food. So, can you throw more light on this? Yeah, definitely. Uh, see, I, I uh, used to consume non-vegetarian. Uh, uh, till a decade ago like maybe like uh, till 2010 or something the, after that like i uh, gave up non vegetarian and may, many of these ladakh trips uh, what the marsimikla what i have done i have done that as a vegetarian okay 
so what i do i do usually uh, in addition to the regular practice and uh, uh, core exercises okay uh, i also uh, start this kind of diet few days before we leave okay and uh, uh, well, I, i i do eat egg okay that is one thing uh, which gives some uh, protein it whites okay? and uh, we also eat uh, rajma and uh, uh, greens lot of greens okay like that uh, with that i'm actually able to uh, sustain okay i i don't uh, do anything else and uh, i also like uh, consume this proteinix uh, sorry not proteinix this threptin biscuits okay which which give which is a source of uh, protein i do that and uh, uh, so mission at like more of this like after a point it becomes more like a mental thing mm-hmm. rather than a physical mm-hmm. thing. Okay. so oh, uh, that, is that is my domain it interests me it excites me yeah great great interesting okay so many of the times we have uh, we uh, i and many of the uh, many of them will agree uh, to me we we think that okay why am i doing this why don't i give up now okay that is when like your mind should be like uh, strong okay and you should start like okay what i usually do is take the next uh, uh immediate uh, uh challenge or immediate uh, destination before the final one okay let me reach there okay and uh, then we will again uh, repeat that okay so uh, split the entire journey into bits and pieces and conquer yes. it like one one pedal at a time i would say like okay let me go to that end let me cover the next 2 kilometers okay let me slow down if i need okay so that like that we push our own body and mind and do this and uh, it's uh, on the coming back to the nutrition okay we uh, usually have porridge also okay which is also a good uh, source of nutrition porridge and uh, uh, potatoes boiled potatoes okay and uh, vegetables lots of vegetables fruits okay uh, yeah basically that's it and uh, uh, everywhere in uh, on northeast or uh, uh, north india you will get dal roti uh, and uh, rice okay so uh, we'll manage with that dal has proteins obviously dal has proteins yeah, we eat lot of dal also mm. yeah thank you satish that's very encouraging coming from you uh, to all those vegetarians who want to try out these expeditions Uh-huh. Yes. Okay. Then, uh, uh, were there times, you know, when uh, uh, you were under a lot of fatigue and your body was asking you to stop? It is then the mind will take take you further because they we say no, it's uh, you hit a wall. Uh, beyond that, you say the body says I can't, and that is felt in the mind only all the time. The mind always first feels that you know is enough because the pain is felt in the body and the fatigue is felt all around in your chest and everywhere. and it's then again it's the same mind that makes up it's it's our mind again that no 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 i will finish that i i can finish the motivation coming from inside and the determination coming and very uh, there were times when you uh, we ran into the such uh, situations and you were able to overcome that yeah definitely yeah uh, we we uh, yeah we have done that like at least like two times 
one during my uh, first trip from manali to leh uh, that was our first uh, uphill uh, cycling trip so there again uh, at one point like we three we were three of us four of us actually and uh, all the other three were at least like 5 or 6 kilometers ahead i could see them uh, somewhere uh, in the binocular okay not uh, from the uh, naked eyes so i had a cramp okay i had a cramp in my leg and i i was not able to move okay it was very painful and suddenly it started snowing also okay, and nobody nobody was there okay, to offer help and i only had like a small half uh, bottle of water okay. so what i did is like uh, i that is when like i said like the mind kicks over i i rested for some time okay and uh, took some i uh, did some deep breathing exercises okay and uh, uh, stretched stretched a, every part of my body Yeah, and then I said, like, okay, I have done like sixty kilometers today, and I have enough time. Okay, even if it is slow, I don't mind. Let me go. Okay, and slowly I started moving. Okay, and then uh, reached the point where uh, the others Fantastic. were there. Fantastic. Yeah, we went. Fantastic. And similar thing happened, like when we were cycling this Marsimikla. Okay, that is one point. Like only ours was the first group to cycle there. I don't know if any group has done that. I wish uh, a lot of people see that. It's a very good route and it's a very treacherous. Okay, it's 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 like a no man's land there. Okay, uh, around twenty kilometers, the last twenty kilometers, you won't see even uh, nothing vegetation there. Okay, there is no electric poles or nothing. Okay. so in that uh, stage like that is the where i told like only two of us uh, reached to the top okay. so i my friend uh, mahesh like who is always ahead and he is uh, has very good fitness like he was ahead and me and another guy were back okay. and we there was just a stone where we both rested our uh, back against okay uh, because we we needed a break and then we saw like a group of uh, hawks and eagles started uh, coming around okay so they saw us motionless for like 5 to 10 minutes oh and uh, they started coming oh, yes. they us. thought you were corpses corpses okay. and you so become uh, like this is uh, <laughs> yeah 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 okay. they, it was very we thought okay it's dangerous we need to start moving okay okay my friend uh, he was uh, he couldn't uh, take any more like he he went back okay, that is when i thought okay let me try one more kilometer okay and i dragged and uh, slowly pedaled okay then i could see the peak it was just like around 2 kilometers to reach the peak to reach the pass okay, so that slowly i took for the 2 kilometers i actually took uh, uh, 40 minutes okay to cycle slowly i went and reached where my other friend was waiting for me okay, so things like that like uh, you have to be patient at any moment like uh, you should be uh, taking uh, uh, reloading your uh, energy with carbs or anything like that like uh, we use lot of uh, carb drinks okay so you should at any point you should never get uh, cramped or you should never feel very thirsty 
Okay, so you should be taking those doses of uh, nutrition every now and then. Okay, so that uh, at least like your body is in a minimum state to move. Very, very interesting. Very, very. Um, it is giving me shivers. You know. Uh, now, uh, some sometimes you, you all of you can't um, travel together for different reasons. Uh, sometimes you are left alone, like you said. So uh, maybe there were occasions. There are occasions that. Um, some of you have already reached uh, at a higher point and you don't see your uh, colleagues or your teammates coming behind you how does it feel and if you, if you don't feel see them for a long time what are the thoughts that cross your mind and how do you feel how do you make sure that all of you can come together at certain point and what if somebody doesn't reach as something has happened to him and uh, what plan you have got you know the how what plan have we got to meet uh, such uh, situations you know where if somebody has maybe collapsed because of lack of lack of too much of fatigue and lack of energy how do you tackle such things if at all if they happen because you are already mentally prepared before you taking these journeys if something happens like this what well, yeah. you should be mentally prepared not that we are yeah. or pessimistic but we need to be prepared please correct right. correct so uh, one thing here like uh, i am uh, uh, rather a slow cycler so, so a slow cyclist i usually uh, lag and i will be behind okay so many of these uh, situations where you can get a cut and wait for others <laughs> i have not faced that but i to answer your question i will tell you uh, see uh, usually when we uh, have somebody doing it for the first time in our group Okay, mm. we, we make sure that one of us, like who has done that before, means mm. who have experience in uh, uh, cycling, we be with mm. them. We don't let mm. them alone. Okay, mm. we be with them and we make sure like somebody uh, mm. is coming. With them. Okay, mm. and uh, many many times it has happened like this where uh, uh, we have reached uh, uh, top and some people have not yet come. And in these places. we don't have a mobile network okay and uh, we don't have any connectivity so what uh, we do is sometimes like one of us goes back and sees like for for few few kilometers if somebody is is requires something okay and we always try to make sure like at least like we are going in a uh, uh, couple like two people okay two people each like let us say if we are nine in pairs yeah in pairs so that uh, uh, see in many places this uh, uh, having a flat tire is common okay and so if we have a flat tire okay we have a spare tube usually which we replace but in those uh, heights and in those places where it will be snowing and freezing even changing a tube is little difficult okay? oh goodness okay so we usually have we usually travel in pairs so that one one person can help another mm. okay and if they lag anywhere one of us at least one of uh, them like if is totally fatigued or anything we nearest we reach the nearest house or any shop there okay rest for some time and uh, replenish okay and then uh, we start again Okay, and we always make sure the plan which we make is the so that like we reach the place usually by three o'clock or four o'clock in the evening, okay? Because it gets dark there very soon. 
Okay, so we have some buffer time also. Okay, so that uh, when uh, if somebody is lagging, okay, they can. What time do you start normally when you are on the on the hill? Yeah, we usually start at five uh, thirty or six. Okay, if you already the day day already by that time. If sun Correct. comes up at three thirty four o'clock, that kind. Yeah, we we remember like one day especially there is this. Uh, Point called Gurudangmur Lake in Sikkim. Okay. Uh, there is uh, uh, it's a, it's at a height of seventeen thousand feet. Okay, so we uh, we were uh, uh, behind. Uh, we were like three thousand or four thousand feet uh, below that uh, in the previous day. Okay, and we had to climb that the next day and. Uh, Uh, it was the most challenging part of the trip. Okay, so we thought like we will get up as soon as possible. Okay, and we were waiting from three o'clock in the morning when for the first ray of sun, okay, because the natives told uh, told us that you must not stay there uh, beyond twelve uh, p.m. because it gets too windy and uh, the stones will be like flying okay and uh, you may get uh, uh, get stuck in that okay so sandstorm so, the sandstorm something like that now we didn't face that in fact like we came back soon okay so they were like uh, uh, on that particular day like nine people again started and only one of them could complete and that was my uh, friend mahesh patel okay even i i gave up when it was like 4 to 5 kilometers okay you know i couldn't take it anymore because there was no road at all okay? it was all full of stones and uh, tough okay mr dish coming to the next point uh, i have spoken to a lot of distance runners uh, they usually say that uh, when you have to run for long distances we never think of the the end point the target or we don't never think about how long how how far we have traveled and so much more to travel we never think about that we are always focusing on that one step at a time okay now that one always focusing on one step at a time takes them to a certain think the state of mind which we call as runners high where after that they say no the we are they, we are almost you know something takes us so takes over us and we keep on doing it so we that when they cross that threshold that wall when they cross that wall a wall then after that it's very easy that's what they say in the long distance running it's only the initial distance that is very difficult after that something takes over and we call that as the runners high that the pleasure in the feel in the brain and that will also help them to overcome pain what they feel in their body and um, that's one point and when i when i climbed the kudremukh for the first time i felt the same thing people kept showing at the peak the peak is it was so far away i was always wondering can i do it then i remembered this so i, I never looked at the peak after that i kept on keeping one step at a time i kept on uh, uh, then Finally, I was able to make it, and that happened only two years ago. And uh, a lot of people made it. It was it's the highest peak in Karnataka. Yeah, I know you know that. Uh, highest peak. Then uh, I could make it. Then uh, coming to your situation, uh, do the cyclists adopt the same uh, strategy like one uh, pedal at a time, 
And do you adopt a similar strategy? Does it help you that way? Yes, certainly, certainly. That's that's the same thing. In the same thing works in cycling also. Okay, if it is, uh, let us say, hundred or one twenty kilometer, whatever kilometer it is, okay, we don't don't do at a stretch. Okay, mm-hmm. and we are clear that we are not uh, worried about uh, racing here. Okay, this is more of a journey rather than the destination, as someone has said. Mm-hmm. Okay, make this uh, route like whatever into small uh, uh, small chunks. fragment chunks mm-hmm. and. Uh, Uh, and uh, see it's it's more like a uh, we enjoy the journey okay yeah. of course we enjoy being at the destination okay mm. so if we, if we find a good place where it's good for photography okay yeah. we have uh, one uh, uh, very good photographer also with us like who comes with all SLR camera and the camera here okay GoPro camera okay, so we stop and we has a have a, a little drink energy mm. drink So we take some photos and talk to the locals there. Okay, mm-hmm. and we take that type of a uh, thing will actually help you like to get a break as well as like really okay. interesting. Not to be too focused about the destination. So exactly. you keep your mind away from the challenges that you are going to face. Uh, In these places, you find like uh, very good things like some monasteries there if you like walk mm-hmm. half kilometer. So we put our cycles, uh, walk half a kilometer, and visit that monastery and come back. Yes. And there may be something uh, local they are making. Okay, we can buy that. Okay, so uh, we'll try to keep uh, mix yeah. that with our trip so that it will be more interesting. Now you are talking about photography. Now uh, what we people who never been to Ladakh, you know, uh, what we say that that's the most beautiful place. Now, uh, when see when we are doing a particular activity, when we are focused on a particular journey and a destination, sometimes consciously we are all. Do you stop yeah. to enjoy the scenery and the beauty of the nature? And uh, you said already mentioned photography. Do you do you, you are minded? Do you still enjoy the what you see around and not only focus on what you have a task you have ahead? Yeah, that that is a delicate balance. Actually, we'll have to do that. because you get carried away by when once you get the rhythm in the cycling okay uh, your body you can feel that once you got the rhythm you uh, your body is heated up okay and you don't want to stop okay mm-hmm. you see you see a very beautiful uh, scenery there and uh, uh, you you must take that photo okay, that is when you want to take a call okay. there are some people in our group who actually like uh, don't want to see anything okay they are very focused on the destination is that but i am one of the i am one of the people like who always like as i say i lag behind i see like all the scenery try to take photos and uh, speak to the people okay uh, so yeah we do that we, we take to take away the stress and keeps you relaxed and in a good mood to take up the challenges ahead Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It does. It does. And especially when I said, like, when you are paired and uh, your three or four people are doing it together, okay, then there is lot more uh, things to do and share. Okay, cycling alone is very difficult. Okay, very very difficult. Even even if you are with a few people and but you are on your own in the uh, uh, in the in the in the front. Cycling alone is very difficult and very strenuous to both uh, uh, to your mind, especially. So we do it in groups. We try to be as close as at least like 
as I said, like we'll be in pairs. Okay, and uh, this photography and uh, uh, the getting to know the local culture. Okay, that definitely helps in. Uh, now, uh, now that you have faced such big, uh, you faced such big challenges. Uh, how has this helped you in your normal life? Because as normal common people, uh, we keep uh, facing challenges in our day-to-day life with ourselves and with our families. And uh, how has this test that you have passed so successfully helped you in your normal life in your day-to-day activity? A lot of things you can take away actually from this uh, type of uh, cycling. What we do. One, it, it gives us the importance of practice. Okay, without practice and with practice, we can we can uh, know the difference. Okay, it is very very visible. Okay, the same thing you can apply in your day-to-day life or whatever you do in your uh, work work scenario also. If you want to learn anything or excel in something, you should practice. You should be prepared well. Okay, that is one takeaway. And plan well okay yeah. the better you plan okay your the good plan is like half done so we, we go into a lot of planning into this trip okay? planning is one thing which we can uh, have as it is the third one is accept failures okay accepting the failures okay many times as i said like one of the things uh, i couldn't do it okay though i wanted to that gurudang more like i couldn't do it fine we go next time and we do it again accepting the failures and uh, and knowing your limits also like where to stop okay and every every person's like body and mind is unique okay you must know we, we must not see others and say like okay he is doing even i can go do okay there is a good way to be optimistic but it's not like he may have practiced for years but you have not practiced for years and you have not planned as well so so uh, like it with not comparing yourself to others accepting failure planning and practice all these are the yes. things which we can uh, help in now, coming to your normal life uh, maybe suddenly you may be faced with a huge challenge a mountain a mountain like challenge uh, are those times when you are told that you know i have faced uh, Bigger challenges than these, you know. When I was on the top, there was no guarantee that I will come back. Anything can happen at that time, at that place, and uh, anything can happen. It was a close to death situation. Any moment, you know, tragedy can strike you. Uh, does that motivate you, encourage you, and uh, gives you enough confidence in a normal life that you know I have faced bigger challenges and oh, this is nothing. I can uh, face this. Yeah. Have you ever felt that way? Yeah, the same thing what uh, you said, uh, uh, Vishwanath. Like, <clears throat> even in our day to day, like we know like, what is the final challenge. Okay, uh, we sometimes see like okay, that is that is huge, and we can't uh, we can't imagine uh, achieving it. But again, like the cycling or running, we again split here into fragments. Okay? We split here into chunks and go on like working and. Doing parts, stepping the, climbing the steps one by one, and finally reach there. So that definitely helps. Like, okay, I have done so many things, and I have done uh, so many uh, unimaginable things. Okay, why can't I do this one? Yeah. 
yeah for cycling i think definitely when you have to climb uh, in those altitudes the lung health or chest health whatever you call is very important how do you keep your lungs healthy during normal time do you do deep breathing things like that and uh, how about the endurance part you do have to do a lot of running and um, core muscle training as you already said and uh, do, do you need to, to continue this on a daily basis so that maybe even the next year you take up a very tough expedition all these trainings will help you yes definitely like running and uh, running definitely complements cycling a lot Okay. Mm-hmm. The more you run, the better you can cycle. Okay. Mm-hmm. The more you cycle, the better you can run also. Okay. So, cross training will help a lot. Mm-hmm. And I have found uh, after I started running okay, with the, my uh, team, which is Jainagar Jaguars. Okay, so, we have a very good coach okay, who actually taught me like what is the importance of uh, core muscle training okay, and how it helps. Okay, so that definitely improved my uh, cycling uh, cycling stamina also, and uh, uh, for we should we actually as I told you like six months before we start the practicing, so that is then like increase our distances, climb more hills. So that is how we practice. Pranayam and uh, other breathing exercises. I I I don't strictly do it to be frank. But there are few people in our group, cycling group, who do that, and uh, definitely that also benefits. In fact, running itself will expand your chest, and the CO two max, the oxygen consumption capacity will increase, and your areoles will be healthy, and all those benefits you can always derive from long distance running. So, thank you, Mr. Satish. We already spoken close to an hour, and it was really interesting uh, speaking to you. Um, I really compliment you for all that you have achieved. And now, before we end, I have to ask this question: What next? What a bigger challenge you have set for yourself, or yeah. is it enough? Or uh, because no, it is like this. You know, we always say why we are doing this, but man is like that. He is always after challenges. Yeah. One challenge will always be led to the next bigger challenge. Man is always challenging himself to get get the better to get the best out of himself. It's man's nature that way. We're not talking about other people, but definitely about the people who can challenge themselves and lift themselves up. And you are one of those kind. So, what is your next big step? Yeah, uh, this year we are not sure like what we can do because of the pandemic. Yeah, it's uh, okay. very easy to venture into any anything this year. Uh, but we we do have uh, some plans. Okay, uh, for the next year. Okay, uh, as I said, our uh, leader of our group, Mahesh Patil, so he is the one who comes up with the rules and uh, he talks out the plan. Okay, and we want to do uh, one uh, particular play uh, stretch of Mana Pass, okay, which is uh, in Uttarakhand and again uh, bordering uh, China. So this is it. We start from. Uh, uh rishikesh haridwar some, somewhere like that and we go up badrinath and then uh, we'll go to manapas so that is one route we want to do and uh, the other thing uh, uh, lhasa to kathmandu okay, that, is, that is another uh, uh, route which we want to do okay and uh, you said the yeah. of himalayas is in the base of himalayas i think 
the lhasa kathmandu thing the base of himalayas right lhasa is in uh, tibet okay so and kathmandu is uh, of course in nepal so that is uh, uh, we need more time for that that takes around uh, more than 3 weeks okay so we all being being working professionals we need to uh, see like when we will get this to do that okay, so these two things uh, are in our plan as of now uh, let us see like how it shapes up Okay, thank you. I wish you all the best. I hope all your future plans and endeavors will become successful. And um, I don't know. Um, I, I'm I'm sure you're not doing this for fame or uh, any name or such. Mm-hmm. I am sure you more than that. You are deriving the benefits out of it. Uh, that's it. It helps you in your life and your relationships and so many other benefits that you get. And, yeah, because uh, we because we have this target of doing this once in a year. We we keep we keep ourselves fit for at least nine months. Okay. Yeah. So that that for this so that 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 should take care of our fitness actually. That is one yeah. of the main what we <laughs> achieve from here. And you keep away from all those bad habits that you should indulge you when you are taken up uh, uh, this uh, task. You know these yeah. challenges. Yes, yes. Overall, it's a very very beneficial for the man for the human being. And you should join uh, you know sometime next time. You should join oh, why us. Not? Why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to, and uh, yes, I'm looking forward to keeping more interactions with you. And why not? Who knows? I'm open to that. <laughs> why not? Great. It was really fun speaking to you. Uh, it was really, really interesting uh, knowing about all those uh, challenges that you faced. And I uh, hope that a lot of uh, viewers who see this program will also be inspired. That you know, when people have done it, we too can. and uh, i keep looking uh, seeing a lot of cyclist groups uh, away on the highways you know with those cars and uh, on the top they have this uh, boat like structure where they keep the cycle and there is a there is a carrier fixed at the back of their vehicle you know the suv where they put the cycles over there and uh, there are many such groups if you will agree with me uh, who frequently are onto this and um, i remember talking to our uh, police commissioner uh, baskar rao he is a very very avid cycler cyclist uh, he frequently indulges in cycling and there are many such people wonderful it's wonderful that uh, uh, many people indians are taking to these adventure activities like cycling uh, long distance running mountain climbing and uh, what not so we are becoming more and more adventurous and uh, uh, it's great and all these such activities are growing in this country and when uh, talking about tourism and other things i know i don't know why if you can take a take a camera crew with you who can who can camera film the entire uh, the journey it will make a very good um, what do you call uh, a video uh, for the you know it, it will have a lot of commercial value also and uh, it makes very interesting you know here and there those people can talk to you have your interviews and expose the places you know which pass you are in which height you are in what do you see which monastery you are going all these things that will make a very interesting video shoot it will be, it will have a lot of impact in the travel and the diaries that people take up uh, so we should have to take consider that take a take a good look at it and maybe you can also find some sponsors who will come with you for those you know will sponsor such activities uh, maybe you can consider that next time So yeah, thank you Mr. Sadish thank you for your time thank you for speaking to us so hope all your endeavors you know successful and i wish you all the best